Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello everybody and welcome to Believe in Monster Trucks with Monster Jim Lord and I'm your host Monster Jim Lord. Excited to get into talking about this new episode of the podcast. I was just in North Carolina this past week at Digger's Dungeon for Dennis Anderson's Extreme Monster Truck Ride. One of the greatest experiences of my life with no exaggeration. It was so fun. I, I can't even begin to explain how hospitable the Andersons are. Um, everything they did to make the experience truly one of a kind. But before we get into all that, I'm going to introduce my first ever guest on the podcast, who was also with me at Digger's Dungeon for the Extreme Monster Truck Ride. She was filming the the video, the video that's on my channel that you are all, hopefully you all have seen. If you have not, go check it out right now on my channel. One of my best videos of all time. My girlfriend, her name is Courtney. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name's Courtney. <laughs> Good introduction. <laughs> so... We are both going to detail the entire day that we had at Digger's Dungeon and most importantly detail the entire experience itself because we were at the dungeon for like five or six hours. The experience itself was about a three hour VIP meet and greet and everything like that with Dennis including the ride, including suiting up and all that. So let's get right into it. Let's not waste any more time. It started off, we got to the dungeon around 8.45 in the morning because the uh, ride, or um, excuse me, the... Uh, experience started at 9. That's where you go up and meet and greet Dennis. Mm -hmm. So at 9, we got up there. Um, I, you know, as a Moss Jam fan, I've been to the dungeon before, um, years ago when I was really, when I was a kid. So, you know, I'd seen everything before, but I mean, I gotta go check it out again. So I was showing her around. I was showing her all the sights to see, like the original Red Primer Gravedigger sitting in front, you know, the diner, the shack, um, so many great things to see there. Um, they had Dragon out on display, you know, the Monster Jam um, competing truck Dragon was just sitting out there on display. That was cool to see. Very cool for her to get up to a, a truck that close. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And um, so let's get into the experience now. So after we went inside the dungeon, we met Cindy, who was like the kind of like the event coordinator for the whole thing. She was uh, taking everyone's names, you know, helping with the paperwork and all that. She's really nice, really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, she took us up into... Uh, the, it was the uh, second floor of the dungeon, but you don't really see above the uh, above the gift shop and all that. It is uh, they call it the trophy room. That is where you go up and meet Dennis Anderson uh, before. Really fun. I mean, come on, being in the presence of the legend Dennis Anderson mm -hmm. must have been quite intimidating <laughs> for oh, me. Yeah. For me, I mean, it wasn't like intimidating. Of course, Dennis is the nicest guy out there, but just you know the fact that you're up that up close to him. So different from a pit party. I've met Dennis Anderson at pit parties countless times, but, you know, this is such more of a personable meeting. You know, you're, you're there. He knows who you are. He remembers your face. So more personal than meeting thousands of people at a pit party in a day, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so um, cool and so special shaking my hand and, you know, hearing about my channel and all that. You know, I had to tell everyone about my channel while I was there, so... <laughs> Hearing everyone's stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, hearing all his stories. But after Dennis left, he went to go uh, get prepped, put his gear on. They were uh, briefing us, doing the safety briefing. Uh, Weston, Dennis's son, who is the same age as us, he was uh, doing the whole safety briefing, showing, you know, how to put on your gear and giving us details about the truck, like all the safety features and what we got to do when we go in there and all that. Mm -hmm. um, it was really cool, really fun. And 
we made it down to the track after that. It was probably, you know, about 30 minutes to an hour in between there. We go down to the track for the first rides. And I want to get your um, outside view of that because, you know, you saw me in the suit. <laughs> you oh, yeah. saw me in the in the driver's suit. You saw me hop in the truck. What were you thinking before I got in the truck? <laughs> I was super excited to see how it all go down, you know, first ride. That he was performing with you guys um, in the mud, too. They didn't know how that would uh, go down. But, yeah, it was super exciting. Had really professional gear on. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Took, took great care of you guys. Mm-hmm. Made sure you're safe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it was incredibly safe. I mean, you always hear uh, the drivers uh, talk about how when they're strapped into the trucks, they are as safe as can be. And all that. I mean, you know, it's probably just so boring hearing it all the time. That's like the main thing you hear really about driving is just how safe it is. But it is really safe. I mean, especially Dennis's ride truck seats were, I mean, they were surprisingly comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I remember sitting in a, uh, when I was sitting in the truck in my seat, I it felt like I wasn't even, you know, in the world. You know what I mean? I mean it was like kind of out of body. It was like I was just so comfortable, so tucked in, so tight in there. That it didn't even feel like I had a body, you know, <laughs> just just floating. Uh-huh. Head strapped felt... forward. Oh yeah, yeah. You cannot move your head when you're in there. There's a neck restraint behind the helmet that keeps your neck still because you don't want that jolting around. And like so many drivers had years ago, twenty, thirty years ago. I mean, imagine all the whiplash they got and head trauma. <laughs> but uh, none of that. It was so safe, so cool. When I first stepped into the truck, I couldn't believe. That, for one, I was sitting in a monster truck. I mean, I've never sat in a monster truck before. Um, that was just so incredible for me, being a lifelong fan. Uh, another thing that was a little cherry on top that I want to mention is just the cage was green. I mean, that's was one thing about Monster Jam. The only lime green cage that monster trucks have got is Gravedigger. <laughs> so, um, it wasn't quite Gravedigger. You know, it was Kingsling, which is debatably prettier i like the way kingsling is one of the most beautiful trucks out there before it was a monster truck when it was just a mega truck i love the way it looked but what i'm getting to is that the green cage was you know that much more thrilling <laughs> for me you know, like i'm sitting in gravedigger you know but i wasn't really in gravedigger it was uh so you know really tightly packed in there um they were saying that they only added uh for the uh the back cab because you know most monster trucks are only single cab they had an extra two feet of space in between, uh, you know, the driver and the engine where it would normally be right together. So there's only about two feet of space for that back cab. So you're, you're right there in there tight. You are literally sitting directly in front of the engine. The engine was like just one bar away from where our seats are. So we felt the sound, obviously. Sound was extremely loud. It had some zoomy headers on the truck. That is the real monster truck experience right there. When you have zoomies on the truck, um, you know, Feld's had these uh, mufflers on is what I'll call them, these mufflers, because <laughs> the sound is not what it was. This Kingsling sounded beautiful. But something that is a little surprising to me when I first got in is I did expect it to be louder. Now, I'm not saying it was quiet at all. It was extremely loud, but the... Um, just with the helmet on and everything, you have a head sock and you have a helmet on. It was a little quieter than I thought it was going to be. Where um, I thought that, you know, when you're right there next to the engine, you'd be hearing, you know, you wouldn't be able to hear when you got out. But it wasn't like that at all. I was surprised. 
um, I remember watching the um, the second riders when the second group of riders got in. It's almost like the truck was louder from the outside, like maybe you know just with all the bars and the body on and the helmet and the head sock, it just muffled a lot of the sound. But I mean, obviously, it was loud, and you feel the sound through your entire body. I mean, it still is ringing your ears when you're in there. But I was expecting it to be a little louder. That's not a knock at all. That's just my perception of what a monster truck was or how it would sound. So mm. that kind of threw me off, but it was still nonetheless extremely exciting, extremely thrilling. Mm. Um, after we got strapped into the truck, it was time to go. Um, there was a little bit of a delay, though, because uh, Dennis's headset um, connecting to us because um, there's a three-way headset you know, for the two riders in the back and Dennis inside, and then that connects to a, uh, a, you know, the radio outside of the truck so he can communicate with his crew guys and all that on the ground. Um, that wasn't working. We're, uh, we were hearing Dennis through the headset. He wasn't hearing us for a couple minutes, so he had to switch helmets. So that, that took probably about 10, 15 minutes to get sorted out. But, I mean, hey, that's just more time sitting in a monster truck for me. <laughs> yeah. That's just even better. This <laughs> is even, even more thrilling for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then we got onto the ride. Dennis started up the truck, and there, is, there was nothing like the uh, when he started up. You heard the ignition, and then the engine goes, boom. Oh, the rumble was beautiful. Uh-huh. That w- is the the prettiest sound I've heard in a monster truck, in person at least. I mean, I've, I've seen Zoomies you know, years ago. I've been a fan for 15 years, but it, this was the most beautiful sounding monster truck. May I add, one of the most beautiful looking monster trucks I've ever seen. If you take it um, from the chassis perspective, you know, I mean, the body body's all personal, but just how um, how this truck was set up, how it was built... It was beautiful. I mean, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Ryan Anderson was there, Dennis's son, of course. Um, him and I, uh, when I got out of the truck, him and I were talking about the truck. He said, in his opinion, the most beautiful monster truck he's seen in his entire life. And this is a guy who's been driving for about 10 or 12 years. So <laughs> the fact that he's saying that, that means something for sure. And someone who's also grown up in the monster truck industry, the truck that Gravedigger is older than he is. So he's seen everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it was the most beautiful piece I'd ever seen. I could say it handles great. <laughs> mm, yeah. It sounded amazing. I've been to the stadium shows, arena shows. The sound was nothing like that. It, it just out in the open. It was just, it was echoing. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Mm, yeah. It was so beautiful, but, uh, I'm going to, we're going to get into detailing the ride itself in a second. But uh, first, I'm going to hand it over to you. I want to hear your detail on the outside perspective of the ride. How do you think it looked? How do you think the truck handled? How do you think it felt? You know, what, what were you thinking while you were watching the truck go with little baby inside? <laughs> um, it was awesome seeing. Like, I couldn't, like, it was kind of surreal. Like, I couldn't believe that I was watching it right there, right, like, standing in front of it. Like, when it's parked, I can just go right up next to the truck. Um, yeah, it went a little slower on the mud, but the turns was uh, were amazing. Um, splashing water, mud all over on them inside the truck. Um, but, yeah, and Dennis just, he turns the truck super easily. Um, well, yeah, he's obviously incredibly skilled. Um but yeah, the jumps were super cool. They went fast. Like I can only imagine like what it felt like in there and the weightless body feel when you go over the jumps and everything. Um, 
So yeah, I was jealous. Honestly, I wish I was in there. <laughs> Maybe next time, because we're. I'm definitely going again. I'm saying that right now. I'm. I want to make that a yearly trip at least, just to go meet the Andersons and go for another monster truck ride again. Um, unfortunately, the night and day of the ride, it was just flooded. It was raining constantly, like the whole night before. And um, I was definitely disappointed about that because it's not, you know, not exactly what I signed up for. But again, it is um, still a mud ride in a monster truck. So yeah. he couldn't get as much air or speed or anything like that, but it was definitely sliding around for sure. And that's special because when you think about how many times is it going to rain while Dennis is doing a ride, you know, it doesn't rain every day where you live, I mean, unless you live in like Canada or something like that, but or the rainforest, get it, because mm -hmm. it rains. And, uh, but yeah, it, it was really cool, um, for, with the mud because when we got in there, he, all he was doing was just, um, you know, idling around the course. He was just, you know, going around the course saying, you know, seeing how we got a feel for it, you know, just, he's going, you know, five, 10 miles an hour just around the course and just the tires were slinging mud into the cab and he wasn't going over 10 miles an hour. That, that just shows the power of the tires and what they can do. They can sling all this dirt and mud. It was, you know, because um, it's got a front windshield, but the, the four windows on each side are open. So mud was coming through, like, onto our helmets, onto our bodies. I remember I felt a chunk of mud fling onto my body. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> Like, did. how many times am I going to feel that, you know? Oh, yeah. So um, that was really cool. And uh, after that, Dennis stopped in, uh, in front of the first ramp. You, could, um, you see this all in the video. I'm pretty much detailing the video here in order. He stops right there in front of the ramp, backs up, stops, and says, uh, are you guys ready? <laughs> Basically, you know, along those lines, yeah, we're ready, and floors it right over the um, the two car stacks um, nearest to us on the course, or uh, nearest to uh, the people on the ground on the course, and that first hit feeling was insane. I mean, as much as you can't, uh, put yourself in the shoes of what a truck would feel like. It, it is, um, it's, it was even more unimaginable for me. I mean, I've, you know, again, I've been a fan for so long. It's been my whole life, Monster Jam, Monster Trucks. It's like, I mean, how have I not thought about what it would be like to be in a truck? You know, I, especially detailed, you know, going to detail in my own head about what I think it'd be like. It was that much more different. It was so cool. I mean, you sit up so high. I mean, when you think about how these trucks are 10 feet high, you are sitting 10 feet high above the ground because your head is no more than a foot from above the top of the cage. Mm -hmm. So you are at least, your eyes are at least nine feet off the ground. So it's mm -hmm. it seems even taller from inside than I expected at least. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it is a monster truck there. That's the whole thing is that they're huge and they're tall. And um, another thing that kind of threw me off that I wasn't expecting is just how it feels when you use the rear steer. Because when Dennis was just steering around with the front steer, I was like, okay, that's, you know, similar to a car. But when you use the rear steer, it sets the whole truck, you know, the whole center of gravity changes um, or to, to how the, compared to where the tires move and how uh, the truck is trekking around the course. It That was one of the things that threw me off the most is just how you could like slinky around in a monster truck. Mm -hmm. It was surprisingly agile, which is a thing that, I mean, it's a monster truck, big, bulky. You don't think of them as agile, but I mean, obviously when you see 
what they've done in the past five years in Monster Jam, you could see the agile side of them, of course, with like two-wheel competitions and just a lot of other tricks people are coming up with. But I was surprised just how agile driving a truck is, especially once Dennis started picking up the speed. Once he started picking up the speed and going over the humps a little faster, slinging it in the mud, that was incredible. I was not expecting uh, just just how fast it can turn. Um, And not really in donuts, because obviously you see donuts are fast, but just how fast he could sling it around. Obviously, I think the mud was a little bit of a help for that, but... Still really cool, still really interesting. And our first ride was probably about four minutes before uh, it stopped. And, uh, you know, riding four minutes in a truck without taking a break for a breather for the engine, that was, I was kind of getting worried from sitting in there. I'm like, how long has this been? Does it feel like it's been this long? Because just because I'm that excited, you know, it felt so long. I'm like, okay, this truck might burn up if he's not careful. <laughs> so uh, yeah. he stopped it, parked the truck. Um, and that was done for uh, the ride ride session one for us. And uh, right after that, uh, Ryan Anderson came over. Weston Anderson came over. They were checking in on, on all us, talking to us, you know, seeing how we were, seeing how we liked it. We're Me and uh, Xavier, he was the second uh, rider who was riding with me. He bought his t- ticket separately and all that. And him and I were the very first rides. We were more than stoked. I mean, it was so cool, So such a unique experience. Um, one that we'll never forget, mm-hmm. but it wasn't over yet. So after that, the truck took about a 10 minute breather. Um, they asked if we wanted to step out of the truck, you know, and catch our breath or whatever. But I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm staying in. So Dennis went for a second ride. And in the second ride, this is when he chose to go over the big bus in the center. And the way the ramp is set up it is not set up for much air at all. It's just meant to go over, you know. And we did not get much air at all because of the mud and, you know, because Dennis doesn't want to kill us and everything. <laughs> so, but it was still great. I mean, being that high up in the air, you're on a, however tall a bus is, what, eight feet tall? And then mm-hmm. on top of a, a truck, that's like 18, 20 feet in the air mm-hmm. after he jumped. That was incredible. That's a feeling that I can never describe. I, you know, you, this is something you have to do, something you have to experience to really understand what I'm talking about. As much as I can describe it, as well as I can describe it, it's so, so different from anything else. And something I really wanted to get across um, that was unique and uh, very hard to compare, nothing I'd ever felt before, was in the first ride, you can see a specific clip where Dennis, he goes up to the ramp, slows down, gasses it, and then lands back down. That was like probably the most air we got the entire ride. That is something that it was such, like, when, when we did it, I knew in the truck, I was like, wow, that was so basic. That is something so basic that you'd see in Monster Jam. Just, you know, backsiding like a racing lane is the best way to describe it. And um, it was even smaller than that, you know. I mean, like, this was not like a Monster Jam-sized racing lane or anything. Just a typical jump straight up and down. And that felt, that was, like, my favorite feeling of the entire ride because just feeling like where your position is compared to the air around you is it's extremely unique and extremely hard to describe is just the most thing I could uh, compare it to would be like a roller coaster but it was still nothing like a roller coaster just the g-force of your body where Dennis you know backsides the ramp just the first launch off of that and then the launch back down 
onto all fours. It was incredible. Just a feeling that it's only, I can only say it's close to a roller coaster. Nothing else. It's not even close to a roller coaster. So fun. And uh, after Dennis was slinging some donuts in the mud and all that, and uh, he started cross-threading some ramps in the mud, and you could see in my video that towards the end he gets kind of stuck up against the tire barriers towards the edge of the track and see that he's just kind of, you know, moseying around. You don't really know what he's doing. Like, come on, what are you doing, Dennis? But that was because Dennis broke a front steering pump in the King Sling truck, so he, he was out of front steering. He couldn't steer the truck in the front. He only had the uh, rear steer. So, I mean, obviously for safety reasons, how to shut it down and all that. But I'm not complaining. Even though it cut the front run, uh, excuse me, first run short, I can say that Dennis Anderson broke the truck while I was driving, or excuse me, I, I was riding it. I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> that. That's something, I don't know how many people are going to be able to say that, like, ride the King Sling truck. Really cool. So unique. After I got out of the truck, um, went straight to Ryan Anderson, who was sitting there, mm -hmm. introduced myself and the whole thing. I've met him before countless times, but this time I met him again. And uh, I told him who I was and what I was out here to do. Obviously, he knew he was here for the ride, but, you know, told him about the channel and everything. And he was like, oh, yeah, Adam told me you were going to be here today. <laughs> and that was one of those things where I went, whoa. <laughs> you know, I froze. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Adams, you know, the, all the Andersons are talking amongst themselves about me, <laughs> talking about me being out there. That was incredible. That was like probably the highlight of the whole trip for me. I mean, just the fact that the Andersons know who I am, the biggest name in monster trucks, let alone I'd say motorsports, just because uh, it's a little personal bias there. But wow, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was so special to me after our ride. Me and Ryan were talking monster trucks for about 45 minutes, I'd say, if not an hour, just outside with the uh, the second Kingsling ride going in the back. Um, we were just talking about the 2021 season, everything, a lot of things that best be left unshared, you know, personal conversation between two men oh, oh, and all oh. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, super special, super great guy. I mean, as much as you hear the Anderson family is like, you know, the greatest family of all time. Obviously, after this personal meeting, I can confirm some of the greatest people of all time. I mean, something as simple as this, where the track is not very far from the rest of the property, but after the ride, me and my girlfriend were hungry, having an old day, so we we're going to go head over to Digger's Diner and get some food, of course, and we were telling Ryan about that, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the diner too, you guys want to hop in my truck and drive over there? The guy just invites us over in his truck. Right? I just Ryan was driving us in his personal Chevy truck. <laughs> it was probably like a two, three minute walk for us. But. Yeah, and then just you know, just because he's that great of a guy. So so good. So much great stuff. Ryan is made that experience even that much better. I mean, I didn't know he was gonna be there. I didn't know if anyone any of the Andersons were gonna be there. Um, besides Dennis, of course. But Ryan was there and made it that, that much more special for us. But that was about it for the ride. But now I want to talk a little bit about the um, the dungeon for you. Yeah. Um, obviously, me as a Monster Jam fan, a lifelong Monster Jam fan, I want to see it from someone who's a much newer fan, only about six or so months into Monster Jam, you know, seeing all of this Gravedigger history bombarded in your face, especially <laughs> once you walk into the dungeon. I mean, what were some things that struck your eye 
Um, how many trophies were there? All around, like, the the ceiling, like, on a shelf, there were just so many trophies. You go up in the trophy room even more, just all over, even, um, in, like, the garage parts that we saw, like, towards the end of the, um, trip. It was just so many trophies, so many accomplishments they had. Um, but yeah, the whole dungeon, like, exceeded my expectations. I've never been there, um... I didn't really know what to expect, but yeah, they had so many things to do, so many things to look at in the the gift shop, like so many different kinds of uh, merchandise that they make. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. All the different kinds of shirts and designs and just like so much work that they put into it, and it's awesome mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. So much Gravedigger history, especially someone who's a lifelong fan like me. When you walk in and you see the 25th anniversary panel, um, hanging up or side panel of the truck hanging up from the world finals. When you see the 20th anniversary side panel hanging up from the world finals, that was the year I was born. <laughs> when Gravedigger's 20th anniversary, 2002. See 30th anniversary panels, everything. So much Gravedigger history in there. Tro- trophies that Dennis won back in the 90s. I bet there's even some in the 80s that he won up there. Yeah. Um, so many world championships, like Adam's racing and freestyle championship from the world finals were there from recent years. Um, so many other trophies, too, I'd seen sitting there that I can't even name. I remember I see a double-down trophy that Dennis won in Glendale, Arizona from 2016, which I was just there last week, so that was quite funny scene there just by chance. Mm-hmm. Um Oh man, what else? Just all the merchandise, all the Gravedigger merchandise. Oh, um, yeah. They get, just got in some new shirts uh, into the dungeon, uh, some new retro designs. Spent hundreds <laughs> of dollars on merchandise at the dungeon. I mean, I had to. Yeah, it's so, not like I wasn't going to. <laughs> so many tr- uh, toy trucks that they had, like that you see in Walmart or Target. They had like almost every single one you could oh, buy yeah. right there. Um, and what's funny is by coincidence... Uh, just less than a month ago, uh, Spin Master released that new Digger's Dungeon exclusive toy that that just came out brand new. And, you know, the chances are that we get there, and it's there. It was in stock, so of course I had to buy one. (laughs) Of course I had to buy one. I mean, I already bought one on the Superstore when it came out, you know. But I have to buy a Digger's Dungeon souvenir at Digger's Dungeon, what's better than a truck that's called Digger's Dungeon? <laughs> so yeah. that was just perfect timing for us. I couldn't have been more lucky with that. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so much to see, so much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a great facility. They even had a bunch of animals out there. I mean, that's like if you know about the dungeon, you know that that's there. Um, goats, uh, chickens, roosters, peacocks. There's a pig. Uh-huh. That was the fattest pig I'd ever seen. That was, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny mm-hmm. to see. At least three, I think, monster trucks outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three off the top of my head. I mean, I guarantee there were more. There was um, obviously the classic one that's sticking straight up on the nose outside the front entrance of the dungeon. The red primer gravedigger is always sitting out there right in front. And Grandma, Grandma Gravedigger, was right there, kind of off to the side. And so, dragon. oh yes, and Dragon too. Yeah, Dragon, not really Gravedigger, but I mean, close enough. John Zimmer drives it, so very cool. So many trophies, so many special Gravedigger commemorative items in there. So beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. So I think that will be about it for the podcast. We cover just about everything. Now, before I end it, I cannot encourage all of you enough 
to check out the Extreme Kingsling ride with Dennis Anderson. It's something, if you're a Monster Jam fan, if you call yourself a Monster Jam super fan, you're not a super fan until you do this ride. I'm telling you right now, okay? It is incredible. No matter if the price scares you away, I can't tell you that it is worth it. It is, it was definitely, like, I didn't even think about that after I left, you know? I mean, obviously, going in, $800, are you kidding me? Not at all. It was so worth it. Just, if you even take the ride out of what we did that day, just the meetings with the Andersons, the conversations I had with them, um, just touring the place, I'm going on a limb and saying it was worth it, okay? Just all those conversations with Ryan and, and Dennis were so special to me as a super fan of Monster Jam, let alone being the ride, the very first ride for the Kingsling Monster Truck. Definitely worth the price of admission. I can't recommend it enough. Please check it out. Please do it. Give Dennis all the support that he can get because we all know he deserves it and he's earned it. So check that out. If you want to check out my video detailing the entire uh, Kingsling Monster Truck Ride experience. It is on my YouTube channel, Monster Jam Lord. Go to Monster Jam Lord on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Monster Jam Lord. It is my uh, fr my front video. It's going to be there for a long time, I know. That's the video on the front of my page. Don't got to go looking for it or searching for it. It's right there. Um, go check out my Instagram at monster.jam.lord for many more pictures of the dungeon and the event itself. Very special. And thank you for watching, everybody. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow this podcast, follow the Believe Podcast Network, and subscribe to me on YouTube, and follow me on Instagram. That's about it. Say bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.